Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's playoff time, and the road to Vegas goes through San Francisco and Baltimore. Bet Online is your number one source for playoff football odds, stats, trends, and lines. With everything from point spreads to hundreds of player performance props. Head to Bet Online today to stay updated on all of the action. Bet Online, the game starts here. Welcome into Lock It In with Cam Rogers. Very excited to have my second guest of the week, my second Pro Bowl athlete. We had Glover Quinn on earlier this week. We've got Jonathan Stewart, former NFL running back, on the program right now. Hello, Jonathan. How are we? How you doing, Cam? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's great to have you here as we break down conference championship weekend. Before we get there, of course, I have to ask you a couple of Panthers questions. Give me your assessment of the number one overall picks season, Bryce Young. Um, Bryce Young, in a couple words, um, I think it was a, a good pick. You know, I think right now what people need to realize is we were a little bit of up a creep without a paddle, um, yeah. you know, given, you know, a lot of people want to, you know, point fingers at a lot of people. But I think at the end of the day, players play, coaches coach. Um, it comes down to execution at the end of the day. Um, and you got to be able to have a coach, coaching staff that can prepare these guys um, and to put them in situations to win. And I just don't think, you know, the Carolina Panthers had obviously the staff to understand what was in that locker room, especially on the offensive side, to get these guys in positions to win. You know, we saw splashes of of what Bryce Young can do and what he's capable of, and that's what I'm excited about. You know, I'm excited about, you know, how he's able to make these low percentage throws um, and hitting guys right in the hands or – right in the area where they where only they can catch the ball um and so when you see things like that you get excited because we know the missing elements we need to you know beefing up the offensive line um maybe get you know a receiver in there that can be a speed guy when i say a speed guy i mean a guy that can catch the ball on a screen and take it to the house um make guys miss and break tackles be a playmaker be an x-factor those types of things, because you look at you look at the playoffs right now. Every team has one of those guys, and so and they also have a beefy offensive line that can protect, and they have a great defensive line that can get after the quarterback. Right. So um, I think our defensive side, you know, they do a really good job. Um, you know, I think Ivaro's put those guys in positions to be successful. I mean, going into this year, you know, that defense, you know, the roster, the depth chart. None of these guys have probably played in a 3-4, you know, dominant defense. And so the coaching on that side seems like it's been working. Um, seems like guys have been able to take in, you know, what's being asked of them and being able to put the product on the field. Um, you look at guys like Derek Brown. That's the one guy that I'm very excited about. Um, you know, if you're if you're a coach and you're looking – you know, to be a part of, you know, a team, you want to go to a team that has a Derrick Brown on it. 
Yeah. Um, not just for what he's done this year on the field, but his mindset and his, and, and his drive. Um, you know, he's, you know, a, a pro's pro is what I like to put it. And so you get a couple of those guys on the team this offseason, you're trending in the right direction. Feels like there's always an opening to win that division as well. I mean, it came down to the final weeks as far as the NFC South is concerned. I do want to ask you because a lot of pundits are doing this, Jonathan, and I'm sure you are of the mindset, whoa, let's slow down. But the whole what if game, what if we got CJ Stroud, right? I knew you're going to react that way. What are your thoughts about people who say that? Man, look, what if is for people that are sitting you know, twiddling their thumbs. I mean, <laughs> you can't sit there and twiddle your thumbs. There's a lot of things that you could, that you should be doing with your time and with your mind. Um, you know, what we have to focus on is what's happening now. Like, let's bring our energy to what's what's good now. If you're if you're talking about what if, it's because you're dwelling in what's bad. Sure. And so, what's your mindset going to be? Like, don't put that on you know, Panther fans, don't put that on people that are looking, you know, for the bright spots to be sitting here thinking about, oh, what if this, what if that? Well, no, what about right now? Right now we have Bryce Young and he's a good quarterback and he hasn't even scratched, you know, the the surface. Put that, put it that way. And we still feel good about him. Like we have, we've went through a year where we've been able to kind of evaluate him in a rookie season and we're and and we're not in that locker room we're not in that organization so we don't really know exactly ins and outs shoot for all we know this guy is probably he's learned a lot he's had to have learned a lot this season i mean you learn you know by licking your wounds looking at them be reminded of them know what happened move forward fix the problem and keep pressing yeah. And I think that's what this season is for Bryce Young um, is, you know, these types of seasons are going to make him why they're going to be great. You know, and, and I think he just needs, again, beef up the offensive line, give him a playmaker that can take one to take one to, you know, to the house off of a quick pass, a guy that can go and just he can throw it up if he's in desperate need. And he'll just come down with it. Sounds familiar, right? Sounds like a Steve Smith to me. Yeah. Um, But every team has one of those guys. Not quite like a Steve Smith, though. Um, I just think that everyone that kind of does this whole shift of, oh, man, CJ Stroud had a great year. Not every rookie quarterback has great years, nor should you expect a rookie quarterback to be in playoff contention in our situation, especially. And so you kind of have to, you know, bring it in and reel it in and, and, you know, live within the reality. You know, it's not a uh, Bryce Young. He should have been able to overcome all the barriers that have taken place for him this year. No, put anyone in that situation yeah, they're going to tap out and he didn't tap you don't have out. time to throw. You don't have time to throw. I don't care if you're Peyton yeah. Manning, Tom Brady or Bryce. Yeah. And, <laughs> and if you want to if you really want to put apples to apples, we saw what happened to CJ Stroud when he didn't have time. Yeah, it wasn't like he played, he didn't play a bad game. He just didn't have time to throw against Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. We saw that happen. 
the Baltimore Ravens game look, made the Houston Texans look like the Carolina Panthers. And that's the reason Absolutely. why they're in the position that they're in. The what ifs are for the four hour talk radio shows, Jonathan. So let's yeah. live in reality. Let's talk about yeah. conference championship weekend, shall we? And yeah. let's talk about my Ravens as they take on the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes got the win in Buffalo a week ago. Now he goes on the road to Baltimore, about 40 minutes away from me. Jonathan, your impressions of this matchup? What are the key storylines for you? Um, you know, I think at the end of the day, man, the Baltimore Ravens are playing at a high level and on, on defense. I mean, last, last week alone, them coming off of a bye week, you know, guys haven't played in, you know, weeks. Right. So that's hard to do, especially on offense. And, but what I was really surprised about was their defense. Their defense came out for that game. Like they were playing games at practice or something. Um, they didn't miss a beat. And I think at the end of the day, like, you know, this is the, I think they're built to be more destructive in the sense of like what they can do to teams, Mm -hmm. especially in the playoffs, especially at home. Um, Now I know the chiefs, you know, last week they went into Buffalo and they treated that like it was a home game. Um, but I feel like last week there was something there in the air that said the Bills probably should have won that game. Yeah. And so you can you take that in the sense of Chiefs versus Ravens. I'm not totally confident in the fact that they're going to be able to come into Baltimore and be able to, you know, stop the bleeding. Because I think that's what the Ravens do well. I mean, you look at the stats. I mean, Lamar throws for 150 yards and three touchdowns, but they rushed, they run for like 200 and some yards. Their tactic is hey, look, you're not going to come into our home and just think you're going to score at will or move the ball down the field at will. We're going to play field management. We're going to be patient. And when we get close enough, we'll strike. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's like what makes them a really good team and a hard team to play against. The defense is a huge part of that. Now they're not great. They haven't been great in the run, but they were great last week. And so if if that, and I mean, obviously too, the Houston Texans aren't that they haven't been that, you know, good of a running team. You have the chiefs that have been a really good running team, but the Baltimore Ravens are as well. And so if you're going to play that game of, oh, who's going to win the running game battle, I wouldn't want to play that battle. The Chiefs have to absolutely depend on Patrick Mahomes. And, you know, he he has to, if they're going to win, it's going to be with him doing the Patrick Mahomes magic. And the question there is, how sustainable is that? Because at the end of the day, you have to win in the trenches. And Jonathan, you watched the game. I mean, Kansas City got pushed around in that run defense. And now you have Lamar Jackson and company, this offensive line. Like, I feel like we can control that game, quicken the game, play action off of that, Zay Flowers, Aguilar, et cetera. And then Mahomes has limited possessions. I think that's the formula. What do you think? Yeah, that's exactly the formula. That's the formula that the Bills were trying to hap- um, try to put on the table last week. But what got in their way was trying to be, you know, trickery on the punt. Yeah. I think that was stupid. 
Um, you know, just follow your game plan uh, and trust it and be patient, right? Patient game. That's what the Ravens are going to do. If you're the Chiefs, you know that. So don't play that game with them. If you need to score and that's what your bread and butter is, then go out there and score. Because what you haven't been doing this year is scoring like you have been in the past. Um, you know, like I think I saw some stat like, uh, I don't know, like what's their average score? Like I think they average like 20 points a game, 21 points a game. It's pretty um, low. And that's low for them. I mean, yeah. you, we're used to seeing them score like 28, you know, 31. Like, and if they're not – able to do that because they're you know playing the patient game too they're not going to win this game yeah that's going to be fun all right jonathan if you had to pick the game and i feel like i know where you're going with this who wins i'm going with the chiefs oh my god i'm joking i'm joking (laughs) (laughs) no man i'm going with the the baltimore ravens um lamar jackson he is if you had to go and rank as far as like, you know, you know, the tangibles here, I feel like the chiefs have the better coach. I feel like the chiefs have the, or I feel like the Baltimore Ravens have the better quarterback. I feel like the, for this, for this game, absolutely. And, and as far as the offense as a whole, I feel like Baltimore has the better offense. And I feel like Baltimore has the better defense. Now, the X factor here, to me, has got to be Travis Kelsey. It's got to be. And you can say Travis Kelsey slash Patrick Mahomes because those are the plays that have happened, hence last week, Mm -hmm. that hasn't been happening throughout their, their season, connecting with Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, that's a whole different ball game. And that's what I'm referring to as far as if they're going to win this game, it's not the patient game. You're going to have to have some big plays and your big plays come from Patrick Mahomes to Travis Kelsey, which opens up the rest of the receiver core. Here's what I will say. I wake up every day grateful for Lamar Jackson because there is a lot of bad football out there. So we get yeah. good football every week, courtesy of the soon-to-be MVP. All right, let's talk about the NFC side of things, Jonathan. Not going to lie, both teams have their issues. Like, San Francisco was kind of lucky to win that game against Green Bay, and the Lions' defense continues to just get gashed. I don't know how sustainable that is, but your thoughts on the matchup? Now I I will say the the Lions defense on the on you know their rush defense is pretty solid. Um and I just feel like they that that's their bread that that is a strong point for them. Um but for the for the 49ers you have Debo Samuel who's a huge part of this offense. And you know, once he got hurt, I didn't see any receiver screens. I didn't see any reverses with the receivers. So it was it went strictly to a fundamental offense, if you would say, where you're running the ball, play action, throw the ball down the field, hope you, hopefully you connect. <laughs> and they did. And so they were able to, you know, adjust and make arrangements. Shout out to, you know, Shanahan there because yeah. – 
you have to be able to adapt. And so I want the 49ers to win because CMC, um, he deserves to be in this situation after this year. I feel like he is actually the MVP of the, of, you know, national football league this year. Um, you know, without him, they're not in this position. I don't care what you say. Um, but they have a, a hefty task because a lot of what makes them really good is Debo. And if he, if he plays, if Debo plays, I actually think that's, that's a crutch that's going to fall because he's not going to be the same, mm-hmm. you know, with the same, with that, with, you know, I think it was a show, it was a shoulder injury and he's a physical player and that takes that out of the, out of his game and that can hurt them more than it they could then it would help them if, if he does play um so i mean it's kind of hard to really say who's going to win that game because there's some variables there and the big one is debo um but i feel like the lions their their weak point is the passing game they can't stop anyone from passing the ball and if brock purdy you know, comes out and, and, you know, shows that he's just striking, that's going to be a problem because obviously they have been striking all season on the, in the passing game, 9.3 yards, you know, per pass. I mean, that's huge. And when you're talking about, you know, defense that, you know, gives up 7.8 yards per pass, you know, you're probably thinking to yourself, we got to we got to make sure we tighten up over here, fellas. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, so, Baker Mayfield made some plays last week. Obviously, yeah. Matt Stafford did a couple of weeks ago. So that's where my concern is. Although, I mean, is Brock Purdy, Jonathan, ready for this moment? Because he didn't look great a week <clears throat> ago and he still has a small sample size in terms of playoff experience. This is my thing on Brock Purdy. Everyone has a lot to say about him. And I think it's time to just like, hey, look, mm-hmm. stop treating this guy like he's not a pro. So everyone has bad games. Tom Brady has had bad games. You talk about the greatest athlete of all time, of any sort of sport. You talk about Tiger Woods, Michael Jordan, Tom Brady. Like, you go down the list. Every single one of those guys or women has had a bad game, has had a slow start. But what I like about Brock Purdy last week was he started slow. So what? When it mattered, he made plays. He dropped dimes. I mean, you know, Jennings, there was a throw to Jennings last week. I'm just like, people say that he can't make plays that you have that. That's a, that's not a basic throw. Okay, that that is a dime across the middle. Yeah, that's not a game. I mean, there's a there's a truth to that statement, you know, as far as game managers. But that's not a bad thing. Game managers, you need those on certain teams. Let let your running back be the star. Let that guy be the game changer. Let Debo Samuels be the game changer. You just manage the game. You manage where they get the ball, how they get the ball and how efficiently they get to get the ball. And so. That's not that's not a bad or a knock on him because he's a great pro and he can make great plays in order for guys to really be successful in the offense like that, where things have to go well 
you have to have a guy that can deliver and execute and doesn't do too much or doesn't try to be something that he's not. And that's what he's really good at. He's good at playing the Brock Purdy quarterback passing game. You know, when we're talking about NFL players, Jonathan, obviously it is the definition of splitting hairs, because if you take a snap in the NFL, you are 0.0001% of athletes in the world. And you're yeah. starting quarterback in the NFL, 0.0001%. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And you take his situation, last, he was the last draft pick. So yeah. you put another couple zeros on there. Sure. <laughs> exactly. So true. All right. So if you had to pick a winner in this one, tough one for me, I feel more confident about the AFC side, but who wins? Uh, I want, I personally want to make, I want to see the 49ers win this game. Um, and the reason why is because I want to see CMC uh, in the Super Bowl. Yeah. The reasons why that might not happen is because the Detroit Lions are playing really well on offense. And I think that is why people can't really draw a conclusion because they might play bad on defense. And Brock Purdy might take advantage of that in the passing game. I think the the Detroit Lions offense outweighs their limitations on defense is basically kind of the story there. Yeah. And so I think if the offensive line is able to create lanes in a Detroit stingy rushing defense and give Christian McCaffrey some lanes to run and if they figure out ways to get him, you know, open in the passing game, um, which is pretty easy. Just line up in the slot and he'll shake somebody loose. And sure. if you focus on that, he'll be open. <laughs> I think that's their bread and butter. And hopefully, um, you know, they come up with some different looks that the, that Detroit hasn't seen. And that's all, you know, predicated on the Mike Shan on, on Shanahan. Okay. There you go. Jonathan Stewart joining lock it in with cam Rogers before you go as a player, Jonathan was there a linebacker that kept you up at night. Oh, I don't want to get hit by him kind of situation. If you had to give me one name, who is it? Tuh. Man. That's a tough one. Um, there were some good ones in that division too for quite a while. Yeah. Um, man. I'm not even going to give everybody that credit. I'm going to say practice. <laughs> <laughs> The linebacker that kept me up at night <laughs> was Thomas Davis. There you go. That's a good one. <laughs> Thomas that would Davis, keep me up. My, which was my teammate. And basically because my rookie year, um, he introduced me to the NFL during one of our two-a-day practices. And it was not full contact. And he picked me up off the ground, off the edge on a power play. It was an A-gap run, and he came off the edge, and he met me in the A-gap. That's how fast he got there. No boy. It, it was not fun. But uh, your bell I don't know, man. Um, I think about Lofton. Um, you know, he was, he was always someone that was just very dense. Um, I hated playing against him because he it was just anyone that was just very, like, mm -hmm. strong and sturdy and basically built like a running back didn't want to block him. So 
I don't know. That, that kind of threw me off. I, I got to think about that more. <laughs> we'll uh, touch base in a new episode of Lock yeah. It In. <laughs> Jonathan All Stewart right. joining the show. I appreciate the time, sir. Thanks, man. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.